And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man, thank you? Let's call. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Masked Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Willard Waterman stars as Throck Morton P. Gildersleeve on The Great Gildersleeve from 1952. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Denise must correctly answer more true or false questions about Adele than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Denise. I would love to. We have Denise on the phone right now from Chicago. Hi, Hi Denise. Denise. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Carl. Hey, what's We're up? We're so glad to have you with us. Yeah. Thank, thank are you, you for having me. Are you a fan of Hollywood 360? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a good thing. This, Fishing for compliments, <laughs> as always. This is all about Adele. Her actual name is Adele Laurie Blue Adkins. She was born May 5th of 1988, so she's 35. You look confused, Carl. Oh, that's a long name. Although you're often confused, so <laughs> nothing new just here. Just my regular state of Exactly. Mind. Chaos. Constant chaos. Right. So I've got some statements. They're all true or false. Your job is to tell me which one it is. Okay. All right. Here is the first statement. This is for you, Denise. Adele's debut album, 19, was released in 2008 and features the song Chasing Pavements. True or false? What do you think? True? (laughs) I think there's too much information there to be true. I'm going to say false. Okay, that is absolutely true. Oh, boy. So Denise is on the board and we're off to a good start. Here's for Carl. A sound that I'm quite familiar with. Too much information for you to process, Carl. Too much, yeah. Okay, Carl. Yes. Adele has won a total of 15 Grammy Awards. True or false? False. Nobody's won 15 Grammys. Okay. Not even me. All right. What do you think, (laughs) Denise? What do you think, Denise? I'm going to say true. Well, this one is false. She has not wow. won 15. She's won 18. What? Yes. So uh, you're you're false. You got it right for no good reason. Here's for Carl. Here's for <laughs> Denise. <laughs> We're tied it up. didn't even account it, but okay. Uh, Denise, Adele holds the record for the most Grammy Awards won by a female artist in a single night. Now, there's a lot of information there, so think, yeah. Carl. What do you think? I would say that's true. I think it's true. That is true. All right. So in 2012, she won six Grammy Awards. Six, six, six. Jeez, and I don't have right? any. I know. I mean, she could share maybe I don't have you. even one Grammy. Can you well, imagine someone with the abilities of singing that I have? 
and I have right. no makes Grammy. no sense at all. I don't get it. Right, it doesn't make some any things sense. are just not fair in life, you know. Right, and this is one of them one of, for one sure. Carl Adele's third album, Twenty Five, was released in 2015 and features the songs "Hello" and "When We Hello. Were Young." Exactly. Is it me? No, that's Lionel You're Richie. Looking... Oh, is that a different hello? <laughs> that's Lionel Richie's oh, hello. Okay, that's a different one. <laughs> that's a different hello. Um, whatever you said, I think it's true. Okay, but there's a lot of information. I in say there. it's true. Okay, is it true, Denise? I'm going to say it's false. Darn it! Ah! He's just <laughs> guessing really well. Oh, it was oh, true. Oh. That's all true. Thanks for Carl. Oh. Here's for it. Denise. Denise, this one's yours. Adele has collaborated with Beyonce. True or false? I think that's true. It's true. It's false. What? She hasn't? <laughs> it's Both. false. She has not collaborated on a song together. Uh, no, but who knows what will be. So how are we doing here, Carl? Um, are you up one? I'm up two? one. All right. Here's the final question. Carl, okay. Adele's fourth album titled 30 was released in 2021. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. True or false? Um, True. I say true. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I but... know you don't know. What do you think, Denise? I'm going to say false. It's true. Ah, Darn it. Ah, ah, ah. I don't know why he's guessing Here's well tonight. Denise. Makes no sense to me at all. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> must be had a nap tonight, Carl. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> all right. Well, guess what, Denise? You didn't beat the host. But. But. <laughs> but, but, but. But I'm going to send you a very fun CD set to enjoy. And thanks for listening to the show. And, and being thanks a for calling great in. Great player. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan. I appreciate it. Uh, thank Thanks, you. Denise. Take care. All right. When we come back, it's the great Gildersleeve. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You know, a few years ago, I think it's going on like four or five years ago now, Lisa, Mike, and I were um, sitting around and we said, you know, we should start a club for our listeners, a club called the Classic Radio Club, because this is all we do. I mean, this is, well, it's not all we do, but it's a big part of what we do. I know it's a lot of what I do getting the rights to these classic radio shows from the owners and estates. We just licensed a biggie that we're going to talk about very soon, a big, big, big library of uh, amazing classic radio, not just one show, like dozens of shows. We'll talk about it. We'll have uh, those in the club soon. But the Classic Radio Club is a great club for those who enjoy these uh, amazing radio programs. And Mike does a tremendous job with uh, cleaning these shows, making them sound amazing. And those are the only ones we put in the club. So every month, if you are a Classic Radio Club member, you're going to get 10 classic radio shows on five CDs in a case with a 12-page booklet. And Carl Shadow helps me write that 12-page booklet so you know you're getting all the correct information. And uh, it's quite a nice little presentation. You get it sent to you about every 30 days, a new collection with 10 new classic radio shows and a booklet um, in tremendous sound quality. Now, if you don't want CDs, you can join the digital membership. 
which means every month you're going to get an email from us. And in that email will be the 10 shows on links that never expire, along with a PDF of the booklet. You just click it, and it's the full 12-page booklet, which has all kinds of historical information on the programs, the original broadcast date, the stars, um, photos of the stars. It's really cool. And um, not only do you get all of that by being a Classic Radio Club member, you also receive every week, every Monday, you are emailed our entire five-hour Hollywood 360 show and our Radio Rarities podcast. So every Monday, like, you know, this coming Monday, if you were a club member, you would get an email from us, and it would have this entire show along with Radio Rarity. So you get a lot for being a classic radio club member. So we thank all of our members, and we have hundreds and hundreds of members, and we really, really and truly thank you because being a club member helps support this show, keep it on the air, and keep us licensing these programs and uh, getting pizzas for Lisa and Mike because, you know, these pizzas now, how about that pizza the other day? It was 50 bucks. It was. One, it was large, one large deep for dish a pizza. pizza. It was. And that was covered by our classic radio club members. <laughs> <laughs> or me, whichever, <laughs> well, whichever comes first. I think you owed us a pizza. That's why. I think I did. But really and truly, classic radio club members do help support this show and all of our efforts and what we're doing here. So we thank you so much. So if you're not a classic radio club member and you would uh, like to learn more about it, just go to our website. We have a dedicated website for it. It's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now, a lot of people don't like to, to um, subscribe on a website, so call and talk to a live operator. We have a live operators that will answer all your questions. That phone number is 815-900-7535. Now, if they don't answer, just leave your name and return number, and someone will call you back within 24 hours. That number to call again 815-900-7535. They'll walk you through um, the price, and if you want a digital membership or a CD membership, whatever you have questions about, they'll answer it. Right, Lisa? That's right. Every once in a while, Lisa, she'll uh, she'll pop uh, in right. and answer calls. She I, does. Sometimes when people call during the radio show on a break, we'll, uh, yeah. I'll give them a call back and we're sign able them to, up. Yeah, right? we're able to actually answer calls when you call. So if you do want to call tonight and sign up for the club, you'll probably talk to me or Lisa, 815-900-7535, 815 900-7535. All right, time for the great Gildersleeve. My brother hates this show. That's why he, we're playing it. He absolutely hates the show. <laughs> He's like, I can't listen to the great Gildersleeve. I can't. He hates that. He just he turns the radio right off. But uh, I love this series. I just think it's fantastic. The Rock Morton P. Gildersleeve, originally played by Harold Perry. On this particular episode, it's Willard Waterman, who took over in 1950 for the role. December 3rd, 1952. A duck for a birthday dinner. Here's part one of The Great Gildersleeve. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as The Great Gildersleeve. (laughs) The Great Gildersleeve is brought to you partially transcribed by The Kraft Foods Company.
this is one of those cold December mornings in Summerfield, and the great Gildersleeve found it difficult to roll out of his warm bed. Now, after a big breakfast, he's trying to persuade himself to venture outdoors. Cold out there. Go on out, Unc. You gotta face it sometime. Yeah, guess so. Why, George, the air's so cold it crackles. That's the cellophane bag I got my lunch in. <laughs> oh. See, the garage door is open. Yeah, you forgot to close it last night. Why didn't you tell me? I forgot to. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, let's hop in the car and turn on the heater. Door handles are like icicles. Ooh, seats are, too. Uh-oh. Car's cold. Want me to light a fire under it? No. Come on, car. If it was a horse, you could give it a lump of sugar. <laughs> it's got lumps. I'll try again. That didn't take long. Yeah, if I can just keep the motor running until it warms up. Leroy, did you hear something? Yeah, I hear a car motor. Eggman. Sounds like somebody calling. Maybe it's Bertie. Maybe it's something important. Oh, I better turn off the motor. Eggman. Oop. <laughs> Cooley, we thought you were Bertie. No, I'm Mr. Cooley. Hello, Leroy. Hi. What would Bertie be doing delivering eggs in a morning like this? Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Hello. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to town. Mr. Gildersleeve? Yes, Cooley? I feel a little guilty about trapping you into buying a turkey last week. Oh, well, that's all right, Cooley. We enjoyed the bird. Yeah, but Uncle said it's the last time you'll put something over on him. Leroy, I just meant to imply that Mr. Cooley is a smart little businessman. Thank you, sir. But you gotta watch him, huh? <laughs> well, in view of the turkey incident, I decided it would be a very nice thing to present you with a duck. A duck? Here, isn't it a beauty, Mr. Gildersleeve? Yes, oop, cold. Yes, even ducks have goose pimples today. <laughs> oh, my. This is very nice of you, Cooley. Oh, don't mention the favor. Where'd you get it, Mr. Cooley? From an egg. Oh, brother. A duck egg. A duck egg, of course. <laughs> well, I better take the little duck and give it to Bertie. It is small, isn't it? No, Cooley, I didn't mean to reflect upon your gift. I realize it isn't a meal for your family, Mr. Gildersleeve, but ducks are scarce this year. Well, I should buy one to go with the one you gave me. That is, if I can find one. It just happens that I'm holding another duck behind me. Oh! <laughs> Why, George, that coolie is pretty shrewd. The duck he gave me weighed about a pound. The one he sold me weighed five pounds. Yeah, I think I'll stop in and invite Peavy for a duck dinner. With Mrs. Peavy out of town, he'll appreciate it. Hello, Peavy. Oh, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> what can I do for you this chilly morning? Uh, Peavy, I happened to come by a couple of ducks this morning. You're flying a little high, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. They were dress ducks. Well, any duck who doesn't dress on a day like this, you'd have his head examined. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. Peavy, I withdraw my invitation. What invitation? Well, since Mrs. Peavy is out of town, I thought I'd invite you to dinner this evening. Well, it's very nice of you, Mr. Gildersleeve, but she'll be back this evening. I'll have to meet her. Yeah, I see. Peavy, I'll bet you've been a bit lonesome this week. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> All right. If I do say so, I bore up very well. The first morning I was alone, I got up singing. You did? Singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. Of course, I wasn't really singing in the rain. I was singing in the bathtub. I get the picture, Peavy. I always sing when Mrs. Peavy's out of town. Uh, because you're happy? No, because she won't let me sing when she's home. <laughs> Mrs. Peavy doesn't have much of an ear for music. Oh, my goodness. Now, will you excuse me, Mr. Gildersleeve, while I put these bottles back on the shelves? Why all the pills? I was in shopping. Yeah? <laughs> Medicines. That little old lady loves her pills. Yeah, shocking pink cold tablet. <laughs> Did she have a cold? No, she just wanted to buy herself an attractive birthday present. <laughs> Say, if it's Mrs. Potter's birthday, I think I'll drop by to see her. Well, if you'd care to take her a gift, I can recommend a bottle of these green capsules. Hey, what's in them, Petey? Nothing, but she was admiring him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Peavy. I have a better idea. Uh, little Mrs. Potter will be surprised when I invite her over for dinner. Well, she has quite a nice little cottage here. A little heavy on gingerbread and wrought iron, but nice. And the shades are all pulled. I hope she's home. What a doorbell. I'll bet Paul Revere rang that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear it again. Good morning, milkman. <coughs> milkman? Just leave me a quart of milk and a half pint of cream. Uh, Mrs. Potter, this isn't the milkman. Are you sure? He's due. <laughs> This is Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve. Oh. Oh, just a moment, Sonny. Won't you come in out of the cold, Mr. Gildersleeve? Uh, thank you. Sorry I kept you waiting at the door, but I don't open it for just everyone. Good. Yesterday I had a very shaking experience. Oh, it's too bad. A persistent salesman got his foot in the door, and I had to step on it. Oh? Oh, it upset me, Mr. Gildersleeve. Yeah, but it upset him, too. <laughs> you know I had the shakes so bad I had to take pills? Luckily, that's what he was selling. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was a happy ending. Oh, my, yes. Sit down, Mr. Gildersleeve. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Mrs. Potter, I came over to wish you a happy birthday. Now, isn't that thoughtful? Mr. Gildersleeve, how old would you guess I am today? How old? Well, now, let's see, uh, 39? Oh. oh, Mr. Gildersleeve, I asked you to guess how old I am, not how young I look. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a very young-looking woman, Mrs. Potter. Oh, that's because I see my doctor every day. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Mrs. Potter, I'd like to ask you to come to dinner this evening. Me? A birthday dinner. Oh, thank you, Mr. Gildersleeve. You're a very kind man. Yeah. Uh, 
Why, it's been years since anybody invited me to a birthday dinner. Yeah, I know you're very careful about your diet. I hope you like duck. Oh, I avoid some foods, but I never duck a duck dinner. <laughs> right, George, you're all right, Mrs. Potter. So are you, Sonny. <laughs> Good old-fashioned comedy, so wholesome. I just love The Great Gildersleeve, and it's uh, really an interesting series because I believe he was the first character on radio or TV or anything that was single raising parent, uh, raising children. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a single parent raising children, although they were biologically not his children. They were his niece and nephew. Um, because his, I guess, sister, you know, passed away or something. Yeah. But uh, ahead of its time, ahead for of sure. its time, right? Yeah. We'll get back to it in a flash. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host in total you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month become a classic radio club member at classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator log on to classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 that's 815-900-7535 Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You know, I'm back on coffee. You know, for a little while there, I was drinking tea. You're drinking tea right now. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying, yeah, because I don't because I don't like the coffee here at the radio station. I'm sorry. I don't like the coffee beans. We need to find a great coffee sponsor for the show because I would love to just drink coffee the whole time we're doing the show. And I can tell our listeners if it's different kind of brands of coffee and things. I uh, I want to I gotta find a, we gotta find a good coffee sponsor, you know, that um, has like different, you know, flavored beans. Because I'm a big I like to grind my own beans. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm back why don't you coffee. just make it at home and bring it in a in a thermal mug of some can, sort? Yeah, I guess. But here's the thing, you know, like I was always I mean, you know me, I was a coffee lunatic. And then I got COVID, right? right? And when I got COVID, I was like, I don't, I'm going to just drink tea, right? And so you stopped right then? Yeah, so I stopped drinking coffee okay. for like a year. Wow. I, I, and now you've gone back? I'm back. Why? What I'm made back. you decide to go back? Because well, I just love you coffee. You just missed it. I just love the beans, and I like to grind it. And you know, You're full of beans. True. And I have a, a really great coffee machine at home. And you put the beans in there, and it grinds it, and it's just so great. There's nothing like a great cup of coffee. I'm so though. sorry I can't share your passion. I'm I know, not a I coffee know, drinker. But I could so... maybe, if we had a coffee sponsor, I could try to maybe get you to become you can always a coffee work drinker. on it. But She's, um, she you know what not... I'm drinking right now? This what? is true. Water. Like plain hot water. She I don't won't... put anything in it. It's she, hot, though. She will not drink anything with caffeine. 
That's so correct. Well. But I can I can try to change you. Especially in the evening hours. I will change you, Lisa. Okay. Well, I'm not that changeable I'm gonna or look flexible. For, I'm going to look for a great coffee sponsor. Okay. That has beans, that has different flavors. I'm going to look for a great deodorant sponsor for you. <laughs> <laughs> that might help us Why? out even I more. Stink? Do I stink? No. I don't stink. I'm far away Listen, enough that I Listen, I take a know. shower once a week whether I need to or not. But I'm... Ooh, I beat you to it. And I took one today, so oh, I know I don't stink. Okay, good. So there you and go. how many hours before we It was got a long here. time ago. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it was a long time. It was a Just long, keep your jacket it was this on. this morning. Yeah, so. keep your jacket on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Keep it zipped up nice and tight. Uh, it is. <laughs> We're listening to The Great Gildersleeve, uh, A Duck for a Birthday Dinner, Willard Waterman. Here's the conclusion to The Great Gildersleeve. Bertie. Yes, Miss Kilsley. We're going to have company for dinner. That's nice. I've just been sizing up the ducks and we've got enough for four. Oh, fine. Who's coming? Well, I invited Mrs. Potter. It's her birthday. Mrs. Potter? You've heard me speak of her. She's a little lady who enjoys going to the doctor. Oh, yes, sir. But she won't need no doctor from eating Bertie's cooking. Oh, indeed. Bertie's cooking is just what the doctor ordered. None better. Yes, sir. Miss Potter can just relax. She won't need no doctor because Bertie's cooking is just what the doctor ordered. Yeah, all right, Mr. Gilsey, you know why Miss Potter can forget about the doctor? Yes, That's Bertie. right, because Bertie's cooking is just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> <laughs> My George, Bertie's quite a cook, and she knows it. Hey, Uncle. Yes, Leroy. Do I hear you say somebody's coming to dinner? Mrs. Potter. Yeah? I sure am glad Mr. Cooley trapped you into buying another duck. Now, Leroy. May I come in? Oh, hello, Marjorie. Hello, Monkey, Leroy. Hi. I hear you're having ducks for dinner. Yeah, they're in the kitchen. Yeah, the ducks are in the kitchen, but the pigeon's right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh? He means me. That's the last time Cooley's going to sell me anything but eggs. Ducks are expensive, Marjorie. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'd ask you and Bronco, but we only have enough for four. Oh, I understand, Donkey. <laughs> I'm right by the phone, Bertie. Hello? Uh, Mr. Gildersleeve, this is Mr. Peavy. Oh, yes, Peavy. I have good news. I can come to your duck dinner. Uh, well, I thought Mrs. Peavy was coming home today. <laughs> Mrs. Peavy got snowed in with her relatives. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peavy, after talking to you, I concluded you couldn't come. Hey, you invited me. <laughs> well, I know, but... Are you trying to tell me you don't want me? <laughs> no, of course not. Well, you're hedging about something. It, I am not. It's just that we're a little short on ducks. Well, Mr. Gildersleeve, why did you invite me in the first place? Well, when I invited you, we were long on ducks. What did the ducks do, shrink? <laughs> no, Peavy. Stop trying to start an argument and come on over. Well, if you don't want me, Mr. Gildersleeve, I can heat up a hot dog at home. Over. Peavy, if you don't come, you'll ruin our entire day. Well, in that case, I'll be over. Goodbye, Mr. Gildersleeve. Goodbye. Now Peavy's coming over. Well, that's too many, Yankee. I know. That's what has me worried. You're going to call him back and tell him not to come? Leroy, there's only one thing to do. Eggman. Cooley, bring me another duck. Well, when 
the great Gildersleeve found out it was Mrs. Potter's birthday, he invited her for a duck dinner. Then the party was expanded by two, Mr. Peavy and another duck. Hey, Unc! What is it, Leroy? Mr. Cooley just brought the other duck. Good. Three should be enough for everybody. He says the price on this one has gone up. Gone up? Law of supply and demand, he said. You bought so many, you created a scarcity. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He was only kidding. Well, quite an expensive dinner. But it's worth it to make Mrs. Potter happy. You're swell, Unc. Always thinking of some way to make people happy on their birthdays. Uh, thank you, my boy. I wonder what you'll come up with to make me happy on my birthday. <laughs> Leroy. Well? Unky, come and see the table. Oh, decorated already, Marjorie? Uh-huh. I thought I'd do it to help Bertie. Have to go home to the twins in a few minutes. Gosh, Marge, this is keen. Say, very festive-looking board. You like it? You bet. Well, you can sit at one end and Mrs. Potter at the other. And I'll sit close to the ducks. <laughs> yes, yes. How's that if I like this cake? Oh, boy. Looks like the Empire State Building. Yeah, I see Bertie's very diplomatic. She only put on one candle. <laughs> well, Mr. Gillsleeve, a woman loves to count the candles on her birthday cake until she's 21. After that, the fewer the candles, the better. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean, Bertie. Hey, do you suppose little old Mrs. Potter is strong enough to blow out one candle? Don't you worry about Mrs. Potter. I'd hate the Indian wrestle with her. <laughs> what time are you going to bring over, Miss Gillsleeve? Well, it's a little early yet. You haven't started the ducks, have you? No, sir. And yeah, don't forget to use some of your special basting sauce, Bertie. Oh, no, sir. Gosh, how long has it been since we've had duck? Yeah, it's been quite a while. I always liked the way Bertie seasoned the duck. You know, that dressing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. But I guess I better go get the oven hot. Bertie just loves a chance to prepare a special dinner. I did it! <laughs> <laughs> you uh, stay with the ducks, Bertie. Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Well, Mrs. Potter, you'll come in. Thank you. I was coming over for you. Did you take a taxi? Oh, no, I walked. All that distance? It's just a hop, skip, and a jump. I cut across two vacant lots, hopped a fence, and here I am. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see you. Walking's good for the weight. You should do more of it, Sonny. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Potter, I want you to meet the little family Marjorie, Leroy Yeah, yes, Uncle. Uh, Mrs. Potter, this is my niece, Marjorie My, such a pretty girl well, How do you do, Mrs. Potter? Hello, sister <laughs> Sister <laughs> And this is Leroy Oh, I might have known Hi Hello, Junior Junior? <laughs> my, you have such a nice family Well, thank you Yeah, thanks I hope I haven't upset anything by coming early. Oh, no, no, indeed. Leroy, take Mrs. Potter's coat and hat. Sure. Mr. Gildersleeve, I think your house is so pretty. Well, let me show you around. We'll start with the kitchen. That's where the interest is today. I've, I've always loved the kitchen. Uh, Bertie, this is Mrs. Potter. How do you do, Miss Potter? Happy birthday. Why, thank you, Bertie. And these are the ducks. Yep, three beauties. Excuse me, and I'll finish whipping up this basting sauce. Oh, you don't want to spoil the ducks with that conglomeration, Birdie. Come again? <laughs> Mercy, no. Uh, Mr. Potter, why don't we look at the rest of the house? 
I think I better stay in here and help Birdie. You know, Mrs. Potter, you don't want to stay in the kitchen. This is your birthday. You come along now. Yes, ma'am. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, this is half the fun of being here. Now, Birdie, let me show you how I used to prepare my ducks. Oh, Mr. Gillsleeve, I... Uh, I... Uh, Mrs. Potter, uh, why don't you and I go out in the parlor and sit down? I want you to relax. Now, don't coddle me, Sonny. When I used to cook, my family was much larger than this. Of course, they're all gone now. Uh-oh, that don't sound so good. <laughs> Well, after a fashion, Leroy. Yeah, I don't want to spoil her birthday. But on the other hand, I don't want her to spoil the dinner either. Can't you get her out of there? Yeah, I've done everything but pull her out with a derrick. How much does a derrick cost? <laughs> well, not much more than the ducks, I guess. Oh, here comes Bertie. Well, Bertie, how's the dinner coming? It ain't coming, it's gone. <laughs> gone? Mr. Gillsleeve, do you know how she's cooking them poor ducks? Well, that's a little out of my line, Bertie. She's cooking them without salt and seasoning. That's what she's doing. She says she's cooking them natural. Well, Bertie... There's just one question Bertie wants to ask. What's more natural than salt? You know, I agree, Mr. Gillsleeve, Bertie. everybody knows that salt is the salt of the earth. Well... So what's more natural than salt? I did it! Oh, brother, pandemonium. No, so it's Mr. Peavy. Yeah, hello, Bertie. Hello, Mr. Peavy. Nice day. Oh? Uh, come in, Peavy. Oh, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Leroy. Hi. Bertie, I didn't eat any lunch. Looking forward to your duck dinner. Bertie ain't doing the cooking today, and I want to make that clear to one and all. My, my. Uh, Peavy, I invited Mrs. Potter to have dinner with us on account of her birthday. Oh, that was nice. When is she coming? Yeah, she's already here. Yeah, in the kitchen, cooking the ducks. <laughs> How's that? Well, that's why Bertie's upset, Peavy. Mrs. Potter is cooking the ducks natural. Natural? No salt or seasoning. You don't say. She won't even use Bertie's basting sauce. Hey, Mr. Gildersleeve, I just dropped by to tell you I won't be able to come to your duck dinner. <laughs> now, Peavy, sit down. Bertie, where's Unc? He went back to the kitchen to see how Miss Potter's coming along. Here he comes. Well, why is everybody standing around looking so anxious? Stop pretending, Unc. You're as worried about the dinner as we are. Well. Give it to us straight. How are the ducks? Well, Mrs. Potter is a sweet old lady. Ruined, huh? Not yet. <laughs> but like she said, she hasn't been in the kitchen for a long time. Well, if we could get Mrs. Potter out, I imagine Bertie could save the day. Bertie, go down trying. Well, we don't want to offend Mrs. Potter. No, sir, but we sure wanted to enjoy a dinner. Mr. Peavy, I bet you could get her out of Bertie's kitchen. Me? Sure. Start talking about pills in a loud voice. Well, in the best interest of everybody, it might be worth a try. Yes, sir, let's try. Let's see, what pill will we talk about? Well, make up one. You're a druggist. Well, uh, have you people heard about the new pill? New pill, Peavy? Mr. Peavy, tell us about the new pill. Yes, Mr. Peavy, tell us about the new pill. Did I hear somebody talking about pills? Uh, yes, ma'am, you did. Hey, it worked. 
Well, I feel so kittenish, I may never take another pill. <laughs> Zeke. I'm so happy being here. I feel like dancing. Hey, somebody dance with her. What? Yo, dance with you. Mr. Potter, may I have the honor? Would you care to dance? Uh, uh, me? Dance? Yeah, Leroy, go put on a record. Okay, old boy. <laughs> I haven't danced in years. Yeah, but it's your birthday. Call for a celebration. Mm, I think so. Yeah, that's right. That's fine, Leroy. Come on now, Mrs. Potter. Let's trip the light fantastic. Well, I guess I can leave the kitchen for a few minutes. Oh, don't worry. I'll go keep my eye on the ducks. Thank you, Bertie. My, everybody is so nice. Well, Mrs. Potter, we want everything to be just right on your birthday. My, what fun. <laughs> You're a good dancer, Mrs. Potter. Oh, you flatterer. Pardon me, may I cut in? Why, Mr. Peavy, I'm the belle of the bowl. <laughs> Hurry up, Leroy. We got to work fast. Yeah. Let me take a look at them ducks. They look all right. Yeah, but we got to make them taste all right. Now, hand me the salt. Salt. Pepper. Pepper. Sage. Sage. Now, Bertie's special basting sauce. Oh, boy. Now, we'll spoon them back in the oven and do something about that discouraged-looking asparagus. Hurry up, Bertie. We don't want to get caught. Leroy, I'm going to season this dinner. Hey, things are beginning to smell good. <laughs> Mr. Gildersleeve, you're doing an expert job of carving. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Potter. Hope I didn't neglect my dinner too long with all that dancing. When do we start eating? Uh, Leroy, wait until I finish serving. Well, I'm as anxious as Leroy. Very appetizing plate I have here. Everything tastes so much better when cooked without salt and stuff. Yeah, I wonder what Mrs. Potter will say when she discovers what Bertie did to her dinner. <laughs> Asparagus, Mrs. Potter? Thank you, Bertie. I just love asparagus the way I prepare it. Yes, ma'am. And I do hope all of you enjoy my duck. <laughs> well, I believe everybody is served. My, what a wonderful birthday. I want to thank you again, Mr. Gildersleeve. Oh, don't thank me, Mrs. Potter. Well, since I'm the cook, I suppose I really should taste everything first. Here it comes. I think I'll begin with a little sliver of duck. Mm hmm. Now, an asparagus tip. Mm hmm. How is it? Mr. Gildersleeve, perhaps I shouldn't say this. You shouldn't? But this is the best dinner I ever cooked. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm so happy. Well, we all are. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Happy birthday to Mrs. Potter. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mrs. Potter. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. <laughs> birthday party was a big success. Everybody went home happy. Yes, Bertie. Mrs. Potter had the time of her life. <laughs> yes, she sure did. <laughs> uh, just goes to show that when you try to do something nice for somebody, it usually turns out all right. 
Yeah, I feel real good inside. Maybe that's the duck. <laughs> well. <laughs> Mr. Guilty, you didn't say anything about the dinner. Really, how was it? Well, frankly, Bertie, since you brought up the subject, I don't think it was your best duck dinner. Uh, no, sir. Yes, then, Mrs. Potter seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> well, Mr. Gilsey, I-, I didn't season one of them ducks. Oh, you didn't? I played it safe and let it cook her way. Oh, that's very smart of you, Bertie. <laughs> that accounts for Mrs. Potter raving about it. Yes, sir. But I got mixed up passing out the plates, and you got her duck. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> Great Gildersleeve is played by Willard Waterman. The show is written by John Elliott and Andy White and is partially transcribed. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Lillian Randolph, Mary Lee Robb, Bud Steffen, Elizabeth Patterson, and Dick Legrand. Musical composition by Jack Meekin. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. There are two kinds of delicious craft prepared mustard. Mild craft mustard, so smooth and delicately spiced, and craft mustard with snappy horseradish added. And whichever you prefer, remember... When you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Try it on cold sandwiches, hamburgers, frankfurters, and cold cuts. Enjoy the wonderful sauces you can make for hot meat and vegetable courses with Kraft prepared mustard. Keep both kinds on hand and keep the whole family happy. Get mild Kraft mustard and Kraft mustard with snappy horseradish added at your favorite food store. Tonight, play You Bet Your Life on NBC. The announcer there, Bud Heaston, for Kraft on that great Gildersleeve, he said you can put Kraft mustard on hot meat. That's what you like. You love hot meat. You love a burger. You love a bratwurst. I won't eat meat if it's cold, hot, or lukewarm. uh, (laughs) Lisa likes her hot meat. Um, and she loves that uh, mustard meat or cold meat or mustard for that matter. I mean, here's a here's a girl who won't eat meat. That's true. She won't put uh, she won't drink decaffeinated any or decaffeinated. No, or, no I do. Drink sorry, decaffeinated. Anything. I don't eat caffeine. I don't eat meat and I don't Gosh. eat mustard. All of those are true. And she won't eat <laughs> or chicken or Philadelphia turkey or fish brand or cream, cream cheese. cheese, which she was the. You, you were the... I was the what? What were you? I was you the account executive. She was the account executive at Kraft for Philadelphia for brand Kraft. cream cheese yes. and never even tasted the product. 
I know, but I didn't tell them that. I, f- I guess it's fair game. It's been a while. <laughs> they didn't know that. They're not going to come after you now. No, and if they did, it would be okay. How long ago okay. was that? Like 60, 70 years ago? Um, it was like in the 1920s, so yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. so it has, it has been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm very particular. <laughs> She's very particular, folks. <laughs> I do like pizza. <laughs> that's for sure. All right, that's the Great Gildersleeve, December 3rd, 1952. Willard Waterman starring. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. And we're going back to doing top songs for 2023. Apparently you don't know any of them. No. Let's see if you recognize this one or this any of the singers for this one. All right. Sounds like Dolly Parton. But it's not, right? Do you know this song? Nope, never heard it. Okay, it's called Seasons, and it's B.B. Rexa and Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly I thought you might recognize her voice. Yeah. This is a brand new song. It's from the idol called B.B. It was released in April of 2023. B.B. Rexa, Dolly Parton. All right, It's a thanks, great song. Lisa. Yeah, I got the Dolly Parton you part. You did. Never heard this song, but. All right, thanks, Lisa. More of Hollywood sure. 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Francho Tone stars in the Cavalcade of America coming up in our next hour. Plus, we're going to play Name That Tune. That's right. We're doing Adele songs. If you are a fan of Adele, you can give us a call. 312-642-5600. Play the game. Be on the air. Yeah, win some fun prizes. We'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.